Welcome back to episode 260 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my... I, I was going to fucking call him the horror homeboy just to get him mad because I know he <laughs> fucking the, hate that. That is the dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Grizz, what's going on, oh, my man. man? Fucking mid-July, hot as fuck. Everybody's back from VHS Fest. We are sort of in limbo right now in podcast limbo due to our banning yeah. from Twitch because of violent content or whatnot. Um, so... This is going to be a little bit different of an episode, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more, uh, a little shorter than usual, but uh, this is going to be a transition. transition week. Yeah. It'll, yeah, be, yeah. it'll week. be fixed shortly. Yeah. So. so, so what we will be doing is uh, from now on, same time, um, but not the same place. We're going to be <laughs> streaming from our YouTube channel, which uh, we normally don't tell you guys to go there right no we never really no, tell them to go to our uh, youtube channel so our youtube page is you don't go to our youtube no, channel no, no, so no. this is gonna be new for all of us our youtube channel is at bad taste video show um the other one is not ours at bad taste video show you'll recognize the logo when you see it but we will be going live there um every tuesday night 9 p.m. Eastern time until the fucking we're going to ride it to the wheels fall off. Right. No matter what, so you're going to get a podcast. Part, yeah, you're going to yeah. get a podcast regardless. <laughs> like that's, you know, whatever. Um, but but I got to say, um, I'm a little disappointed that uh, that they tossed us. They tossed us off. Well, we were just getting some traction. You know, we had a, we had a good thing going. And that's usually when things go south. So, I mean, yeah, that's just yeah. the nature of the beast. Um, it was fun. Twitch was fun while it lasted, but we're just too hot for Twitch. So it's on to a new platform um, until we get banned from YouTube. And then we'll come up with Plan C and so on and so forth until we are uh, you know, cast into the bowels of hell with nowhere else to go but home. So that's yeah. pretty much it for us. One thing I'm going to tell you, though, um, search Bad Taste Video Show, all one word. Bad Taste Video Show, one word. Uh, there's a lot of. Um, you can also find it if you just search "bad taste video podcast." It will come up as well. Will it come up that way? 100. percent That's how I just searched it. Oh man, I gotta look. I didn't even look that way. That might be. Uh, that might be the best. Yeah. That might be for the <laughs> best. There it is. That search "bad taste best. video podcast." That might be the best, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Search "bad taste video podcast," and we are "bad taste video show." You will recognize our uh, logo there. But we really would appreciate it if you came by. Um, it's going to be a learning experience for us. We've never streamed to YouTube. Um, we are going to have a Discord channel. Now, we were going to stream to Discord, but there's some logistical issues with that uh, when it comes to, you know, actually getting it on there, getting searchable and all that shit. So well, I think once we maybe have like an established community on Discord. Um, and there's like a big enough audience where like, you know, it's in demand, then we would be able to either like cross stream or we'll actually just move the show there eventually. Um, but it, like you were saying, dude, to be for people to be able to like get to discord and to get to the length that we would need them to get to, to be able to watch the show, it just seemed like a logistical nightmare. Um, whereas YouTube just kind of seems straightforward. You go to their, you know, you go to bad taste video podcasts page and you, It'll just pop up once we start live. Should be right there for yeah. you. Theoretically, we would love to actually just be able to stream from our website. That would be great, but at the moment, that's not really doable. 
Your web Unless, designer who likes working well, for two yeah. handsome guys with beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are going to have to start signing up for the Patreon for that one. That's for damn sure, because that's going to be a pretty penny. Um, but we're going to do our best on YouTube. Uh, maybe we'll ease into like the uh, you know what we're showing on there. Unfortunately, uh, it's just it's our only option at the moment. So um, just search Bad Taste Video Podcast in YouTube. We'll have it linked on our uh, on well, at least my Instagram account. You'll be putting it out there too at uh, Kane underscore Enabler, and of course I'm at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. Uh, we'll put that link everywhere, so it'll be super easy. Um, we're going to hopefully get demonetized immediately, which is going to be fucking great because, uh, we take pride in that stuff now, right? Too hot for Twitch and, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see. And not good enough for discord apparently. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but I, true. I am going to say we are going to have a fucking discord channel for everybody to hang out. We could trade tapes in there. We could fucking talk shit. We could see, maybe yeah. we could fucking stream some shit in there somehow. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, if like I'm a, gonna be in there, there's gonna be a lot of shit talking. So prepared, because I, I plan on, I plan yeah. on first and foremost talking a lot of shit. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's gonna be fun. Uh, we're gonna get some help to to get that going, so everybody can have fun. Um, but, dude. This oh, week, uh, yeah, Jesus you know, Christ. I just want to sweat my ass off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that. I was gonna say th this week's movie, right? The Scare Game. Eric Stanzi, you may know him from uh, Savage Harvest, which I think they play a song from Savage Harvest in this fucking yeah, yeah, movie, for right? Sure, for sure, that one that starts with, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is a Tempe videotape, also a Salt City videotape. Uh, I traded that a while back because I I needed something right. else. Well, I dude, uh, I traded it and I traded that, and I don't remember what the other tape was for a try uh, try world things. So I was like, yeah. you know what? It's not it's not the fucking uh Tempe video, the original. So you know what? Know, that's what you were You know, so be it. So be it. You had this though. You had the real one. Yeah, I had the Tempe one. I gave it away to somebody because I knew you wanted it. And I was like, fuck this yeah. guy. And I just yeah, you, you <laughs> gave it away it along. For, yeah, you gave it away for a few hundo, that's for damn sure. Yeah, a, little, a couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit ain't cheap, man. Um no, for sure. I I am now here's here's the caveat to this movie. This is like very early Eric Stanzi. Right? Yeah, you see dude. the greatness, you see it there. You see it there. But if I do see the greatness. Some people may have a hard time following this film. You had a hard time following this film. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And like I mean, luckily, because the greatness I see here is 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 good enough for me to enjoy it. Still, I didn't care too much about. And like, like what it breaks down to is that like the idea of the film, the, the fucking killing in the movie, the gore, everything that I, I love, ten out of fucking ten, love it. Right? It's just a hard story to follow. So the actual storytelling continuity, maybe a two or three, but that doesn't stop me from really fucking loving this film, dude. I mean. Just the look of the fucking people in it, the 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 the, the main the the apprentice dude that we we were gonna come to learn and shit like that. That dude is he looks like fucking Mike D from fucking the Beastie Boys with a mullet, right? He's like the fucking man, dude. He, he's he's like a, such a badass. I there's so much to enjoy about this film. So it as much as there is to be like, oh, it's you know you could be critical of it and you know it's confusing, which it is fucking confusing. Um, 
it's not enough for me to like shy away from this one at all. Yeah. Um, I'll give a little synopsis because I, I did eventually figure out the, the plot. Um, <laughs> basically, this, I was like texting you questions. I was like, so this is what's happening yeah, when I'm watching yeah, the yeah. movie right now. <laughs> yeah. I somehow am able to like, I'm like the, what was that fucking thing? The Enigma machine from World War Two, where they were decoding the Nazi fucking like uh, code with it. That's me with shot on video movies. I'm like I'm the Enigma like device. Sling blade with fucking shot on video. <laughs> rain man. Rain man. <laughs> my movie taste is like sling blade, but my, uh, yeah, my ability, to, yeah. my ability to decipher shot on video films is very, very man esque. Um, so this is basically a random group of people. I don't really know how old they're supposed to be. I guess early twenties, right? Late teens, early twenties. Would you say? Oh yeah, definitely college teens, age, early 20s. maybe a little yeah, bit older than college. Age. I don't know, but um, no, they seem they seem college age, man. I'd go right there. I'd so fresh out of high school, they're given this black box that contains a game. They think it's a good idea to play. They get six people it's to do it. Yeah, it's very similar, <laughs> very similar. Um, they end up doing this fucking shit, and they end up uh, in a fight for their lives. But the only caveat is only one can survive and win, right? And do you truly win? That's the answer. No, there's no way. There's no way. That's the question. Um, that so, answer. like, I got a lot of fucking, like, low-budget Clive Barker, you know, Hellraiser vibes from this movie. Uh, a ton of that going on. Also, a ton of, like, what would become Rob Zombie's filmmaking style. <laughs> Low-budget on display this movie also so there's just two great fucking things that i was like eating up the whole time dude that's actually incredibly funny that you said that because it is very like rob zombie like the way that the dude fucking talks to everybody it's like super vulgar right like he's yes. and like even he like i i guess he like rapes that woman to death but like he it does it's it's <laughs> it's bad i hate that shit but it is like not like it's like it didn't look like you would die you know what i no, mean it like was, it wasn't aggressive let's put it yeah it was very odd using, it was, using that word kind of freely in that thing he more of less like massaged her with his pelvic to death it's funny because like they go nuts with everything else people getting their fucking head sawed off and all that yeah, shit. Like, People getting like see back a little bit. We should, yeah. <laughs> easy on that one, that's guys. Why, that's, <laughs> that's why I like Eric Stanzi, man. I like the stands. He's good. He's good. Um, but like, but, dude, even even like the scene with like that weird doctor guy. Um, when you oh see him, my like, god! I love the guy that's giving the drugs. Yeah, that the one? doctor's the best in this fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, his, his new whole, drug. His whole thing, dude. That's a total fucking like Rob Zombie fucking moment. Rob Zombie scene, the fucking all the body parts hanging and shit like that, dude. It's like, man, this is this is such a vibe that I'm into, man. This is it right here. Well, he asks the girl. He's like, oh, do you do drugs? And she's like, no. He's like, do you want to try my new drug? It's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well. I'll give you an op, like two options. I can either, what's he say? Uh, take the hammer and pound your face into hamburger, or you take the drug. <laughs> Drugs, yeah, dude. And it's the funniest shit. See, this is what sucks about not being fucking live right now on video. She takes the fucking drug and just goes, oh shit, and starts puking up black blood. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were you're right though like things are just taken to like such an extreme in this movie and it's like i mean a, a part of the i guess issue that you could say with this movie is like a lot of the lighting of the scenes and stuff like that it, it gets a little hard to see exactly you know what's going on sometimes it's a little bit dark which is you know at, at fault with a lot of shot on video movies it's yeah it's a vhs it's, yeah it's a vhs and it's you know, shot on a fucking camcorder by some dude. And it's digitized so it's, by somebody also. So it's like right. multiple points Double of failure. Win. And uh, so like in that part, it, it was just tough to, you know, to see different aspects of it. But there are other scenes where you're like, holy shit. Like um, they're like the, the part. So basically we have, what would you call that brain fucking dude? Like the, the main villain if you will i guess like the the one who like has the, the, the actual demon like uh is it a demon i guess that's like the good word for it right he, he but well, it's like a total well, he, no, no. Thing, no he's he's like an alchemist at one point right and Stop then like it. he gets yeah i don't know but he looks like some sort of like fucking charles band creature like with wires fucking coming out of the eye socket and all that shit. Yeah, see, and, for me, dude, it's a total Clive Barker fucking thing. It looks like the torture fucking post and stuff like that from Hellraiser. Dude, so there's two people, um, and I got it, and I think I just got this mixed up because they look very similar. There's Doc, I think Dr. Rattlesnake is the guy that's, that's the doctor that, you, that, that stabs. You like. No, that's the guy that stabs himself, I think. It's not then there's because the, the doctor that you like, nah, dude, dude, the doctor that you like has a, has a, a line that cracked me the fuck up. He's like, they call me Dr. Rattlesnake because um, I got sharp fangs and blah, blah, blah. He's like, also my dick's the size of a rattlesnake. And I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude, are you kidding me right now? So that's the doctor. That's Dr. Rattlesnake, bro. I promise Chris, you. Chris, <laughs> you, you like this movie, right? I fucking love this. Movie, I know dude. this. This has like you written all over it. There's like flashes of fucking so nightmare in Elm Street, where he does like the yes. Freddy Krueger thing, where he's popping out of all different places, which is awesome for a fucking shot on video movie. The way that it's edited, like the like the dude that you see with the mullet throughout the whole fucking movie, who's kind of like the he's like the, the final boss. He's he's the final boss of the game itself whoever's the last to survive has to face him and whoever faces him wins i guess he's undefeated yeah. but um he he's like a, a very freddy krueger like character where he'll taunt these people he'll like scare them he won't kill them right away um at one point there's like, like yeah, yeah. yeah there's like five of them like talking to each other like fucking with the girl it's it's like pretty pretty like Freddy like and in, yeah, and in a like good way. Freddy and Terminator crossed right because he's got the oh, yeah, with those glasses. Fucking glasses. <laughs> those aren't even regular like aviators. Did you notice that they look like they're fucking like welding shielded like? Oh, yeah. Dude, and there's like certain scenes with this motherfucker that are just absolutely amazing. Not so much like oh they're these crazy gore scenes, but just like uh, visually, you're like holy fuck, this guy looks intimidating and fucking and and crazy like that's the important part is he looks fucking like when he's in the barn i think it is with the chainsaw and like you just see him in the fucking like white t-shirt with the fucking tie oh yeah yeah he's like semi-dressed up (laughs) i'm like this is fucking awesome he looked he looks like ripped and shit i'm like dude this guy looks like a legitimate threat and that's what i want in something like this i don't want to feel like oh the i could kick the killer's ass you know like that yeah. sucks this dude's a badass which is fucking full on man 
Yeah, I I really do like him as um, the person leading this whole thing on. Um, It's very believable. Uh, There's a really good scene sort of in the beginning where like the dude gets hit with a hammer and it looks for whatever reason, the way it's cut and everything looks super believable. And like the guy like this, uh, is that the game demon? Is that who he is? Yeah, right. And then the game Lord is the fucking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the floating weird head thing. Yeah, yeah. So like this dude like doesn't really say anything. Just like picks up a fucking hammer and hits him with it, and he does it's great. And, and then the guy on the table who just got hit with the hammer does the Texas Chainsaw flop, where he's like, he's out. Yeah, and it's great because like you said, there's no dialogue. This dude's like wakes up strapped to a table, and he's just freaking out, and he keeps screaming at the guy to let him free and shit. It almost is just like a. In a, in a very leatherface way, just to shut this dude up, just grabs a hammer and just fucking nonchalantly swings it at his face. Yeah. And I was like, "That's fucking great." The hammer hit looks up. The hammer hit is crazy. Yeah. Like the All the day. dummy and everything looked really good, and it was cut really yeah. well. Where it looks realistic, they did a great job. Um, uh, another like really impressive, uh, you know, scene for me in this like whole, cause it's, it's cool. Cause it is kind of like based in like these little dream scenario things that are going on with each individual person at time to time. Um, I couldn't name, you know, what the fucking girl's names were or anything like that. Uh, but he has one of these girls and it's kind of a funny thing because he's like torturing her in a way and she's like laying on the ground in front of him. And, like, she has her hands free. I mean, she could get up and fucking run or, like, try to stop yeah, this from yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, like, he, like, stabs himself in the stomach and, and, like, starts bleeding onto her face a little bit, right? She's like, I'm like oh, this is... And I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool, right? And then he fucking takes his fingers, shoves them inside of, like, the, the stab wound and just starts, like, opening his own stomach up to then the point... And this is very, like, Rob Zombie, I thought... Where he like like just fully rips his stomach open and all this like dark black blood just like bloop, like drops <laughs> onto his face, dude. I was like, whoa! Like I, but it was just like the trickle of blood. I was like, oh, this is a cool scene. I didn't know he was gonna take it that step further to be like, we're gonna dump a whole fucking gallon of blood. Yeah, on you're this gonna get fucking laying there. Yeah, it's really kind of like an interesting thing with the story too because it's seems almost like people can't completely die in this area because like he gets like stabbed like that and he does all that weird shit the guy with the hammer gets his head cut off but the head is still alive in the box you know what i mean like you just maybe don't see the people after the other ones but it's like a very odd uh i guess rule to the universe this game universe where or unless he just kind of is allowed to do whatever he wants you know what I mean? Like he's able to manipulate the reality that they're in because they're all sleeping in like actual reality in our reality. They're all sleeping, but they keep disappearing one by one when they die. Right. Which That's is the cool, whole thing. They're all like laying there on this like, like group bed type of thing. And like, you see like the bodies disappearing as like they're eliminated throughout the thing. I was like, dude, this isn't actually a really like once I started like, it took me a little while to start figuring out what was going on because it is a little confusing. Um, but once like you start seeing, okay, this is obviously a dream scenario, but it's also killing them within the dream. Like the game is like taking them into this dream world, I guess, or just like an alternate universe in some way. And they're actually like suffering the consequences of that area. So you start seeing those bodies disappear from those sleeping scenes. And you're like, oh, now it, it's, 
it's all starting to click with me. That's when I really started putting the movie together. Yeah, I really did like that whole thing with them sleeping next to each other because they're also like holding hands. Like their arms yeah. are like crossed and holding hands. It's like really cool. And the lighting is cool. It's Three very, gate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like these people end up basically getting picked off one by one by this, uh, the game demon guy, right? Uh, the one girl gets the fucking spike driven through her head. Like, oh, I that, think, like, yeah. That scene is fucking great. Cause he looks like a true menacing badass. And he's that wearing like a mask. Sure. Right, he has like yeah, a Halloween he's like shirtless, mask on. and he's fuck like I said, he's jacked up, and I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, slam that goddamn stick in her. I was like, I was, dude, it, this certain scenes in this movie got me so fucking pumped up, just honestly for like how they looked visually. I, was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about the story. This looks incredible. This is this is like when we say like oh like a, a shot on video film, like this is what we're talking about, right? 100%. Like this is like the stuff that like. You know, has the same, I'm not going to say like style or feeling, whatever, but like the same atmosphere as a Todd Sheets movie. I was just going to say Todd. That's the you number I mean? one thing I thought of. Yep. Like, like Goblin is being shot in like the fucking house next door. You know what I mean? Like yeah. very similar. I don't know if it's just because they use similar cameras or something, but this is like great. What's the one? Is it, is it Violet Breed or something like that? Violet uh, New Breed? Uh, yeah, dude, that that's what this has like a very similar feeling to, like that level of like really good shot on video movie. Yeah, and like it actually has like a like a cool story idea. Um, eventually, we're left with one of these people, and he does defeat the dream demon. He cuts his head off. Actually, he cuts his hand dude. off. Then he cuts his head off, which is a great uh, scene. It, that the way they shot that. Uh, with the you know being low budget and stuff, phenomenal because they they show the hand swiping away. Um, he's got both hands up and like this classic like you know I just got cut you know a limb off type of thing. So you see the one hand still and you see the one missing spraying blood. And then he chops the fucking head off and you still see the other hand like gripping his fingers like moving his hand around like trying to grab his face and shit. I was like, dude, yeah, it's awesome. That saber that the you. guy's My using, the saber is awesome. It's not even like a sword. Oh, yeah. It's like a saber. It's cool. Great weapon. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, and the twist. The oh, the twist. twist. The, the soul of the demon twist, where now this dude who fucking survived this whole ordeal is now oh, the man. new game demon. He's not allowed to leave because the floating potato allows him to uh, take over the spot. It's just fucking. It's so that sucks. Awesome. Imagine he's even like, if you win, you lose. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the perfect fucking game and now like he has to go find six fucking people to play the game and everything so okay say the scenario in the same game happens but like the second person into the game fucking wins right now does that person have to fuck his friends up to finish that game or is there a new game start where his friends are now off the chain like they're off the hook for that fucking that game i think that he cannot be killed until that one person is left so like no I, matter what it'll always come down to the final yeah because he because he, he cut one. his stomach open and everything and he base and he felt pain when his hand was cut off he starts screaming like enough where he oh, was yeah, like yeah. completely just fucking that was it so like i have a feeling that um during the game itself he's immune to death and then during that final duel he's like 
he's vulnerable to mortal means. The one that proves themselves throughout the game. Because like you said, sometimes you feel like they're dying, sometimes they're not, and stuff like that. And I feel like that happened with that guy where you're like, is this this I feel like this guy's been almost been disposed of a few times, but he but still he keeps, keeps coming back to that very end. Yeah, like so. almost like the dude like has a like he wants somebody that's like a challenge. He doesn't want to just right, yeah, fucking like a, yeah, a, a proper foe at the end to fucking you know go up against. I yeah, think that, that's a great way to look at that. I think I like that whole idea. I do like the whole dream lord demon guy, the floating head. I think that's fucking awesome too. Like such a weird it, thing. It's so weird, but it it works so well. Like it it adds another layer of like. Like you said just weirdness but strange like filmmaking and like just it's kind of grotesque because it's like this weird like skin mask like floating in the air and shit very clive barker it's it, it fits this film somehow perfectly you know, you know what i'm a, saying you know it's another nightmare on elm street like thing <laughs> uh when they see i guess it's like the uh like the omen or whatever of the girl covered in blood in the forest where she's sitting in like a bloody tent. Yes, that whole like that whole beginning part to me, that's where I was just like, Man, I don't know about this movie, man. Like, I don't know if this is gonna fucking do it. Like, this is kind of weird. I'm very confused. And then after, like, I think like from like that point where they see the the blood in the fucking forest woman chick, then it that's really it. starts like amping up and like the violence and like the attacks start happening. And that's when I was like, okay story aside whatever this is great and then i start figuring the story out later on as the people start going missing so i was on like this roller coaster of like what the fuck's going on okay i think i finally got it now but the entire time i'm like everything else about this movie is goddamn fantastic yeah like it's uh, they, and it's 57 uh, minutes it's the perfect fucking length for this kind of movie dude the perfect length for shot I, on video dude this give me is, an hour yeah I love when movies are this like, especially this shit. Like it's cut so tight where like, there's rarely nothing going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one thing after another, one thing after another, yeah. it's not boring at all. They have that shit that I really like, um, where the people are just fucking hanging out. You know what I mean? It's got that build up. It's fucking great. That's a great. And I think that's a stancy thing where he does have like, a, I think a, a better understanding of movie pacing than the average low budget shot on video, um, you know, filmmaker. Cause I feel like the same way with like Savage Harvest and some other stuff, um, ice from the sun and everything. Uh, they, they move at a pace that just seems more thoughtful than something like, uh, you know, a Todd sheets movie or something like that, where those just seem a little bit more, uh, scattered and, you know, just haphazardly put together most of the time. Cause they were, uh, yeah. where this does feel very like, you know, put together on purpose and done in a way that would like made a lot of sense for, for the editing room. Yeah. And this was, um, like, this is very similar to ice from the sun. Uh, same dude, that other guy, the game demon guy. Yep. He, yeah. Guy. He's like pretty much playing the same character in that movie. Yeah. Um, I know he's like, I know Stanzi doesn't really like this or savage harvest or anything, right? Like he's like kind of now he's a little bit higher on it because you know, he gets people, enjoy it for the camp and everything uh yeah. but he was oh he was one of those people like todd sheets right where he was just kind of like it's critical he, yeah he had bigger ideas it. i think in his head for what it could have and i and i see the grandeur uh in his mind making this movie i could see the imagery that he had in his head and you know what he was going for and how if he had a, a huge budget this would probably be honestly 
a, a fucking incredible, incredible movie. More so than it is now, because I do think it's an incredible movie. Um, but, you know, given this a fucking Hollywood budget, dude, holy fuck. And I think Stanzi's eye for filmmaking, give that dude a fucking legitimate crew and camera. I think you got magic, man. Has he ever done anything with Book Walter? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. No. That would have been a great fucking combo. Like at that time period. I know I know apparently Book Walter was a little hard to work with though. As I, I heard in an interview. Madonna, huh? Well, I heard in an interview that he said he was a little too hands on. You know I'm what I mean? Sure like he where he was like a producer, but he was producer. He, he was, was trying to do yeah, he was trying to do too much. And he's like, I understood yeah. after that. Like that's not like the way to be. It's like, damn yeah. man, that takes that's I like that he you know have some retrospective on recognized, it yeah. It. yeah. Um this movie is a fucking awesome one though. I don't know. Oh, the music. A, we didn't mention the oh, fucking killer shit. fucking metal music that happens throughout the fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Savage added Harvest. Layer of awesomeness. Yeah, yeah. Just like Savage Harvest, this thing has a great fucking score slash soundtrack. Yeah. All like early 90s uh, metal. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the shit that you're going to hear fucking in a Todd Sheets movie. Yet again, similar thing, similar type right. of music. Um, ain't no Anoki and Key. But no, 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 it's there. not that. But it, you know what? Because it, it's kind of like lo fi thrash metal. It it fits the vibe of this movie. Like it it is ironically the the most perfect music you could put to like get the point of this movie across. It just yeah. it nails it. it. It has a total vibe that is right on par with the movie. Isn't it crazy how many of these movies have like metal soundtracks and shit? Like, uh, you like know, the crossover. I wish it was more. You know, I wish there was. Uh, I, think I wish a, it was compared to like the other subgenres of music. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, this is definitely. It's a natural. Like we've said it a million times. It's it's a marriage that's just like so natural. Man. Match like, made in hell. It's one feeds the other, and and vice versa. You know, you'll get a lot of that where it's like uh, a whole album's about fucking you know horror fucking movies and stuff like that, um, and then you'll have horror movies that just have awesome fucking metal soundtracks yeah. that just add to that movie like so, darkness um yeah or like you know freddy versus jason one of the sleep. Metal soundtracks of all oh, time. I, I i like that movie man i don't know i don't give a fuck i love, dude, I love that fucking movie too yeah, i think the good. soundtrack is fucking hilarious it is such yeah. a time and place for us yeah. like that movie was made oh, yeah. for for us for us like for and us. i'm not and, and i'm just saying like we're both in our mid-30s like yeah. dudes in their mid thirties, like we were in high school. Like that was for us. We were what, all fans what year of fucking was... Freddie and Jason growing up. What year was, was two thousand? Ninety nine, two thousand. I want to say. What year was that? Two thousand three. Yeah. So we were both. We you're in high school at the time. You're like, or at least high school age at the time, and um, like. <laughs> the fucking bands you got like il nino and shit like slipknot and stuff il nino bro come on <laughs> get the fuck out of here i hadn't thought about that band in forever and the same thing with like that movie queen of the damned and shit like that it was oh, just man. such like a time and a place and the fucking music totally reflects that yeah you got like um, static and, and, and the same and thing shit. the same thing can be said with this movie though like the yeah. music in this movie is a time and a place and it completely reflects each other it's fucking yeah. awesome early 90s shot on video man it's the time and we that's the peak right it's the of bread the and butter baby it's the yeah. bread and butter of this podcast you know, like how people are always like oh the, like the 80s weren't the best the 90s were the best decade and it's like you know I, what you uh, might be right i'm on board i'm on board with that dude yeah I, I, I mean, i'm i'm admittedly biased but 
There's a strong fucking argument yeah. to be made about that right there. <laughs> um, so, Chris, give me your final thoughts on the scare game. You know, uh, Stanzi always comes through for me, man. I'm a, such a fan of his filmmaking. I have, uh, you know, I have yet to see a movie that he's made where I'm just like, nope, this isn't for me. This sucks. Yeah, no, he's great. There's always something fucking phenomenal about it where I'm just like, man. Um, and this one. This is probably my favorite Stanzi movie I've seen yet. Um, it it really stands out just because of the character development and like the the visuals that I get from it. It it's such a cool idea too. The actual like game itself and how it's played throughout the movie. Once you get your head around the story, uh, and if you haven't watched it, and if you listen to the podcast first going into it, I think it will actually help you. Because you're going to understand, you know, the build up and like, you know, because you said you watched it a few times before you really like dialed into what was going yeah. on. Um, and I think that'll be, you know, helpful information for you going to watch it now, which you could find this movie out there. It's, it's available yeah. in different places for you to check out. So, yeah, um, this this movie, like like you said, like Stansy's fucking the best, man. Savage Harvest. Um, this one, the scare game. Ice from the sun. The Severed Head Network is like a bunch of shorts, right? I think there's two of those. Um, Scrapbook yeah. is another one, uh, another good Stanzi one. Uh, he's he's really like, he's got a ton of good shit, and I feel like people don't give him enough credit for the work that he's he's done. You know, I feel like he's uh, just never, never brought up. And I don't know if maybe people aren't watching these movies, that's why they just don't know yet. But like Stanzi has like a fucking solid, solid portfolio there right like I, his filmography the fine great. art the fine art's a fucking awesome movie oh, on yeah. the same time period that he doesn't really talk about much either because he kind of feels the same way about but i'm a big fucking fan um yeah. you can't go wrong with eric fucking stanzi dude his yeah. movies are a home run so yeah so that was the scare game from 1992 um that that pretty much wraps it up for this week like we said next week we're going to be on our youtube page uh just search um bad taste video show in youtube uh bad taste video podcast in youtube and we will come up they'll both take you there yeah they'll both take you there but uh we'll also link it in you know all, everything that we can uh, and that's going to be where we're going to try to do this next week. And Chris, next week we're going to do a very fucking awesome movie from a another uh, awesome director that has a great port. Why do I keep saying portfolio? Great filmography. Um, <laughs> how do you how do you portfolio. say his last name? Matt Matt J Jaisel? Is that how you say it? Jaisel Jessel Jossel. Either way, the movie Back from Hell fucking rules. And we're going to be covering it next week. Yeah. Um, he, he, <sighs> This this dude, if you don't know, um, he also made the Necrophiles, which is a much loved movie of, uh, I guess you could say, everybody that's into shot on video films and all Absolutely. that sort of stuff. Yeah, great fucking movie. Um, he also did something else that we covered on this uh, podcast, and that's Legion of the Night. Same oh, director. I mean, yeah, no shit. Yeah, right. We covered. Yeah, we covered Legion of the Night on here. I'm sure but we've watched so many <laughs> we, I, I think, think we just did that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like I, I feel like we've covered well th yeah we did it episode 251 oh, oh my shit. god that was like a few yeah, yeah, two months ago oh yeah Legion of the Night with the fucking robot dudes at the with the zombie yeah, fucking yeah there you go there you go but uh, rules, this, man. this <laughs> movie 
um, some more fucking awesome early 90s um, shot on video action, right? Is this shot on video? Yeah. Is yeah, it? It's like it's. Or is it 16 millimeter? Up. It might be 16. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to see if it. Uh, ba -ba -ba. But I do. The, the, the cast in this movie. I'm telling you guys right 16 now. millimeter. This is a 16 millimeter. Home fucking run. Great fucking cast. Great movie. You can find it online. So if you want to watch it ahead of time, do a little bit of fucking Googling. Yeah, it's on his it, YouTube channel. You. So fucking you find go. him on YouTube and follow Subscribe to his page also. His page subscribe to our rude. page also. Uh, yeah, Bad Taste Video Podcast. Bad Taste Video Show on YouTube. Where we're going to find us next week, 9 p.m. Tuesday yeah. for our live show. We have to uh, build up our following on there apparently before we could... We, we need like a certain amount of subscribers before we could make our own URL. So, uh, oh. yeah, we're going to have to try to push that somehow. I'm going to just start ripping movies and putting it on there. <laughs> get, get copyright strikes and shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Grizz, where can they find you on Instagram? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo. Like we said, next week, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. PM Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube page. <laughs> yeah, we'll also we'll also link it in uh, everywhere that we can. Um, we also have a Patreon that we're going to be, uh, this weekend, we're going to actually upload uh, a, a pretty much a normal episode, right? That's, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that we've been putting up some, I'm not going to say mini sods, but probably around 20 minutes or so each a little bit of longer all around there, but I got a lot of great feedback about the alien chat, bro. Yeah, so bro. I feel like me and you need to make that like uh, a, a reoccurring. Yeah. We're going to do more alien shit. Uh, but I want to like thank that. everybody who subscribed there. I want to thank everybody who's followed us through this journey of getting banned uh copyright strikes all that shit right. we do it for you guys only right. only the bad taste video show i'm gonna start saying it like that now because it's fucking our goddamn youtube thing but uh here so we, bad taste we, video, we officially we don't have care. been banned from twitch twitch we've been uh, well we got uh, it we, we got 30 days but we're not coming back it's like an abusive no, no. relationship now this is the we second also time we got a copyright strike from twitch yep and yep. we got a cease and desist letter from somebody who owns media that we showed so we yeah. are Swinging for the fences. Yeah, we say. got you guys. We got you. But thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for following us. Thank you for subscribing. We want to thank everybody who's helped us out. We're going to keep plowing through this shit. Um, oh, yeah. So next week, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube page, Back From Hell.